0: On episode 9, Kerry and I sit down and we review our 2022 highlights and preview the 2023 season. We talk about our own goals for the 2023 season, and we talk about the local area, disc golf scene, and we make some predictions for the Pro Tour for this coming year. So without further ado, let's get to our chat. Welcome to another episode of... I forgot the name of our podcast... (laughs) <laughs> okay, welcome to another episode of Flight Pass of the Disco Podcast. I'm here with Kerry, and tonight we're doing a kind of review of 2022 and a preview of 2023. But before we get into that, let's go to the T-pad and talk about what's been happening the past, because it's been a while since we've done this, you know, two, three weeks, maybe even a month yeah. with, with Chad and what, what's what been happening um, I know there's a lot of exciting news in the Kamloops disc golf world, but what have you been doing personally disc golf wise? Anything exciting? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? No,
1: I've, I've played, uh, I've played disc golf twice. I'm, I've said it before. I don't disc golf in ice or snow or cold or like you guys playing doubles today at minus 16. That was just ridiculous.
0: It was, so. it wasn't, it wasn't that cold. It warmed up. But you know it's probably minus 10 or 11 but it didn't mm. seem like it didn't seem like that because the sun was out
1: no so. i um my disc golf has been revolving um around tco that's yeah. that's what it's doing and but, i'm i'm heading to arizona in a couple of weeks uh, so i'll be golfing while i'm down there too
0: yeah because it'll be sunny and warm.
1: yes it'll be hopefully it's not that nice down there right now
0: okay have we what news can you share about the tco Um, well,
1: we opened up registration to our underserved division. So the PDGA deems women, juniors, and yes, Clive, you and old people. Yeah. 50 plus age protected categories. So (laughs) I think we have like a hundred and just, just around 110 registered right now. And like 53 of them are women. That's really, I'm really excited. That was, that's huge for me. Like I've I've never had that many women at a tournament ever. So it's it's uh got my my cup overflowing for sure. Um we hopefully this coming week will make a, a title sponsor announcement and then maybe some added cash. So yeah, we'll see. It, this this next week will be uh will be exciting.
0: Cool. Yeah. yeah, and out of all those MA50 division which I'm in, 28 spots 25 are filled up. Yeah, which is, which is pretty
1: That's cool. That's insane. And yeah. you know I had this this conversation um, last summer because I'm going to be 50 here in a couple months. And I've always played a division below. So I always played FPO, but I played FPO with like the 20-year-olds when I was 29, 30. And then I hit FP40 and I was really excited, but I was moving into that division by myself because everyone was still under 40. So they're playing FPO. So now I'm going to go FP50, And all those people, all those women are now FP40s. So I'm aging myself out. I was just a little too early to the game for age protected. Yeah. But it's super cool to see, like, um, Craig's playing. and Yeah, Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's so cool to see that many, many, like, age protected players. Like, we have 50, 60, and 70 represented on the MP and uh, MA side. And FP, we have 40, 50, and 60 represented. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I saw some of our friends from the podcast have signed up. We've got yep. Chris and Stu, I think, signed up. I know Chris did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one well, I think, well, yeah, I know. We so, know
1: we know Thomas is coming.
0: coming. Yeah. And you're gonna hear this before next week when we or next two two weeks from now when we chat with Thomas, but Thomas is coming. Yes. So that, that's, well, that's pretty exciting. cool. And then we have oh Joe Henderson signed up. She did. Yeah. Yeah, I messaged her about that. That was really cool. She's excited to come.
1: Our FPO uh, division. We have. Oh, 19.
0: Yeah. 17 quite a, quite 19 few, yeah. women. Yeah. And, you know, and it's great, great to see new, new faces. Cause I met a lot of people last year, like, uh, Terry Hong is coming back. Yeah. So that's fun. And yeah. and uh, We
1: got a, we got a BC girl who transplanted herself to Ontario a while ago, but Brianna Ainsley who hasn't yep. played in a BC tournament in a really long time. She's coming back and I'm really excited to see her name on the list too. Yeah. So,
0: and I'm looking forward to meeting a guy named Sean Galbraith. So a shout out to Sean, because I found one of his discs. Oh. Um, he was practicing and lost this beautiful in, um, MVP insanity disc. Yep. And so I, I found it a Rose Hill. He must've lost it on a practice practice found I found it afterwards anyway maybe the week after and I threw it and I love the disc so I actually bought my phone so going you know unfortunately <laughs> it has his PDG number stamped on the back so after a little bit of routing around um, I found out who he was and sent that to him so he's coming out from Ontario again so it's great P- it's nice. that people are coming it's not just yeah. a provincial event. It's you know we got people from the Prairies coming. We have got people from Eastern Canada coming. We've got Ontario, cool. yeah.
1: Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, BC, yeah, the Yukon. Um, I haven't really looked any more. Past. I think we got some uh, Washington State or Oregon yeah. State. There's a couple of players coming up.
0: Yeah, so that's very cool. I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking looking forward to that, and we're planning to have the Flight Pass Podcast set up either on the friday evening or the saturday evening to chat to people and um yeah you know so if you listen to the podcast come say hi yeah come say uh, hi and give us your comments on the tournament we'll do a tournament special
1: yeah it'll be good it'll be good no it's it's getting exciting this is uh this is this next week will be big for tco and then we'll be in cruise control for a little bit as registration fully opens up and then things will start to get exciting
0: and i believe february the 20th is when it fully opens up Yes. So, yeah, it'd be great to see Thomas and hopefully yeah. Kate, Casey will come back. and I'm
1: sure Casey will and, come uh, as well. And, and Joe, um, Joe's brother. Yeah, Andy. So, yeah, yeah. it's going to yeah. be good. We're going to have a, a really good turnout. And, you know, depending on once the added cash is announced, because we are a two-week gap between uh, Jonesboro and OTB, um, you know, if we can get up over that 10000 $15,000 added cash mark, we could see the likes of some of the locals from the uh Washington, Oregon area. They'll be heading back west. Like, it'd be cool to see Ella Hansen come up here, maybe Chandler Fry, um,
0: yeah.
1: Zoe Andike. It'd be very cool to see them come up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I'm going to when the just before the registration opens, I'll probably send Zoe an email saying, Hey, by the way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just for you know, sure.
0: Come come and take a but trip out.
1: What about you, Clive? Um switching out discs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of things so well one thing you've been doing that you didn't mention is the putting league
1: yes so, i have been going to putting uh, league.
0: our sponsor okanagan supply is doing across canada yeah putting league so basically you sign up and um do this as f- five 25 20 feet 25 feet 33 feet or something like that yeah or the three yeah and then the last two have the i think it's called a champ cap the putting champ,
1: champ cap from putt confidently. confidently yep
0: and it's great, but people aren't having fun. No, <laughs> no If you not. guys it haven't is...
1: used uh, a champ cap,
0: oh. you really should. It's it's. A we're not of... sponsored
1: by them, but I'm telling no. you, you will be the best putter. Yeah. In your club, if you have one of these on your practice basket. Yeah.
0: Um, check them out. We're we're not sponsored or yeah, say anything with them, but it's basically a chain protector. Let's put it that way. So it's a cap, and it's got four holes in it which are basically you probably fit two discs within the yep. hole and basically you have to hit the dead center i actually saw one guy putt it went straight in hit the chains and came out of the left hole
1: oh man
0: yeah i know so so it's a lot of fun um and if you have one and practice on that you'd be an awesome putter. but it's absolutely it's frustrating but we're, we're doing that at a longer distance if you ha- i mean maybe yeah. next year you'd have that at the 20 foot distance and then yeah. have one at the end at the 33 foot distance or whatever but fun with that i've just shown how bad a putter i really am i i, I swear
1: that. every time i'm on there i'm just like give me a marksman i will put yeah. on a marksman from 33 feet bef- it's just that's how accurate you have to be with the putt confidently
0: yeah. yeah yeah so that then i'm doing the scott stokely thing of which we are now into our third so we're we were starting our third month, I guess, November, December, yeah. And so the first month was all about the backhand, but you continue sending in videos. And I feel my backhand has improved. I'm not taking much of a run up. It's a very slow, you know, kind of step almost. Yep. But I've been when I concentrate on what I'm doing, I hit the lines really well. And I had my best round at Mac. The first I haven't been going out because I didn't want to go out and throw and get into old habits yeah but then i went out to mack island in the snow and ice and had my best round albeit it's a shorter course but i was hitting lines and i'm probably throwing a little bit further i don't throw long yeah um i'm hoping to get another 10 20 feet out of it um but i'm probably throwing 10 15 feet further so 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 things are things are got things are going well but i've you know it's something that you have to put the time in when you're when you're so, I've got to put more time in that. Then there was a the thing about um, the, the mental strategy part of the game. And now we've started putting. And I watched the first putting video. And man, you, you can't just go out and implement the, you've got to practice these things. So, I went out and played today and <coughs> putted how I normally do because, yeah, yeah it, the putting is kind of a little bit mind bending, but. Well, simple, and putting, but-
1: it, you'll eventually. I, I like anyone teaching you putting, right? Everyone yeah. has their own style yeah. of putting, but there are um, certain things you need to do to be successful at putting, yeah. but you'll find, you'll probably take a blend of what feels good, what Scott teaches you. Yeah. And you know, it, you'll end up finding a stroke that is good. And, that'll and that,
0: work. That's exactly what he says. He says, no one puts identically. So he gives you, basically eight styles of putting he's broken it down to these eight basic styles. He says, yeah. that, you know, there's kind of a, a range in between some of them. And he says, he ba- basically says you need to go out and try these eight styles because you'll go one will click with your body. Perfect. And then once you find that one, whether it be a straddle part, a push part, a spooch part or whatever, once you find that kind of movement, that's best for your body, that's the one that you need to start practicing. And then that's when he'll get into the kind of, um, you know, the two three things you need to think about when putting so it's good i'm enjoying that and i'm excited for well we'll talk about that in a little bit what's going to be happening in 2023 but yeah, things have been going well but let's let's get on to the main part of the show you know we will kind of hit the fairway on this one and talk about 2022 what yep. what were your give me three highlights from 2022 well, I, I put you on the spot because we didn't kind of rehearse this, but three highlights <laughs> of so Personal highlights? Uh, no, just disc golf highlights. For, for yeah, personal campus okay. disc, disc golf highlights. Not not uh we're not going the PDGA yet, we'll do that.
1: Okay. So for me, the very first one would be TDing the 2022 Tournament Capital Open. That would be huge for me. Our club hadn't seen a A-tier event in nine years, and uh, the PDGA granted us the opportunity and i think we killed it (laughs) that's just me yeah (laughs) after that playing i played more events last year than i probably played in the past five years i didn't play well but i had a lot of fun and the big one for me was going out to the kootenays to the women's kootenay crush and connecting with christy shields and uh she has a passion to grow the sport for women like i do and I said to her, like this needs, like before before the event happened, we talked about this event moving around from city to city and being a women's event. And I told her I would take it on. So that event rolled into uh, coming to Kamloops for 2023. So just creating that opportunity and being part of something in BC with incredibly passionate women, new women to the sport, age protected women. That was a Big highlight. And then another disc golf highlight. I got to record uh, on the Approachable podcast with Paige and Joe. Um, I recorded my episode in December. It's not coming out to 2023, but I've known Paige for a really long time and connected with Joe through Okanagan Disc Supply and through our podcast. And just being able to share my story of what I've done for women's disc golf and some of the Things that I overcame and the barriers that I kind of helped break down for the women that are currently in the sport um, was it was it was uh, it was it was a blessing. It was really nice to be able to share that and do it with other women that are doing things for the sport. So yeah, it was kind of cool. Those are probably three big highlights.
0: Cool. And the number one was TCO?
1: Yes, absolutely. Why? Um, well, at that moment in time, <laughs> we were the largest. Disc Golf event in for participants in Canadian history and being a female TD. Really, uh, I've done it, I've, I've been TDing since the early 2000s and uh, was one of the first in Canada as a, a solo repeatable female TD, but just really being able to pull off an event of that caliber. And I look at the, the TD for the worlds in Emporia uh, from Emporia. Jackie Mo, like I, I, I love it. I think when I grow up, I want to be just like her. Uh, I think it's a really good thing for the sport to have women TDs and to have them, um, be recognized for doing events of that caliber. And it really meant a lot to me that the team that surrounded me and the people that came together to make it happen, trusted in the vision and saw my vision. And I often said, rode my crazy train. <laughs> and you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with so I got to attach my name to this with the PDGA but it came with a lot of other people's names attached to it as well and our club so just bringing disc golf back to life in Kamloops it was really cool so awesome
0: yeah we should uh try and get Jackie on the show I think it would be really fun
1: Yeah. I've never, I've never met her. I've never talked to her. I just admire what she does um, with DD and she was uh, Doug Bjerkes' co-TD. And then she took on the, um, the worlds in Emporia last year. So it was, it was really cool to see another female in that role. It was a major, right? Like she got, she got to a major. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll have to reach out to her and it'd be great to chat with her. I think.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think it would be really fun. And so, uh, other than
0: that,
1: yeah, what, what about you? What, what were your highlights?
0: Um, I think, you know, the number one is that this was really my full year playing disc golf. So yeah. playing in tournaments, playing in the TCO, playing in the um, BC Provincials, I think they were the two main, the two biggest tournaments I played. Um, I know that you know, was, was awesome and playing and just seeing myself improve and, and understanding the game more was, was a, a great highlight. You, suddenly, it, was, suddenly, it was
1: really cool to watch your game grow. Yeah, it was really neat.
0: Thanks. Um, yeah, but it's also frustrating thinking you know what to do because, you know, you go, <laughs> you have, go out, I have went out and had my best round. At Macarthur Island, um, just talked about the Scott Stokely thing, and then I went. That was on a Sunday, and then I went out twice the next weekend. And you'd have thought I had just picked up this for the first time. So, so, but I'm I'm over that expectations because I know I'm not going to be Thomas Gilbert. Yeah. Um, I know I'm not going to be Chris Hartman. You know, who's yeah. you know, kind of a couple of years older than me. But um, but I know what I think. I know what I how good I could be, and I think. You know that that's one thing that i can see that progression and that you know that's not being the best in cam loops but it's being able to compete with you know dan and those others (laughs) on an equal footing um so i'm not far that far away i don't think you know i I need that consistency yeah um so that was that's probably number one just actually playing the second one i think would be starting this podcast
1: I know I'm sitting here thinking that I'm like, I just talked personally, like my game and what I did, but the podcast well, is huge.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It's um, I mean, I, I've, I've got another podcast that's actually been on hiatus because for two oh. months now, because of, of this podcast, but that's fine. I just got to just get more time in my life. I'll win the lottery or something. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm planning on bringing that back um, because that's the other passion I have is, is music um if you uh if you we have released this video you'll see us a pile of vinyl behind me on the wall but yeah the the podcast i mean it's talking to the community you know i can't wait you know because i've met thomas but he didn't know me from a brick in a wall um last one i was just a guy that was hey can i have my photo taken with you kind of thing (laughs) so actually being able to you know say hey how's it going you know and introduce myself and that'd be cool and you know um we talked about the relationships you know that that you make yeah it's it's been a, it's been a cool thing learning more about you and getting involved with the disc golf community and cam has been very cool so that's the second one the third one what would the third one be 2022 wow that's a tough question i should have asked you two it would have been a lot easier <laughs> The what about a tournament, one.
1: like like playing something, or well,
0: I mentioned a the tournament, the tournament Capital Open. Um, I didn't play a lot of courses. I, I think I only played two outside of Camloops, and that would be the golf course one up in Clearwater mm-hmm. and Salmon Arm.
1: Okay.
0: Um, when we get to what we're going to do in twenty twenty three, I think that you know we'll talk about more about that. But the third one, I think it's just um meeting meeting the people that play disc golf and realizing, you know, that they're very accepting. Like every time I go out to doubles, I go, you know, basically I'm going to be, you know, the person I'm playing with is going to be carrying me around the course. Um, and I, I've, I've said that, yeah, I know. I've said that to a number of people. Uh, I, who was I talking to? Um, Bruce, yeah, local player. And I, he said, he's going out to doubles. This was yesterday. He going doubles. I said, well, you know, I don't know. And he goes, why? I said, well, whoever plays with me, well, one, I said, being selfish, I'm not using many of my drives. You know, if you play with someone good, like we were playing with Johnny today, mm-hmm. that guy, that guy, I mean, for a, a local pro, one of yep. better terms, is incredible. Like he's, he put number four, which is an island hole, he put a spike geyser, almost went straight up and down, bounced by the hole, bounced up, hit the basket and dropped out, you know, six feet away through a shot upside down and slithered in on, you know, right under the basket on number five, for, you know, the second shot. It's like, how do you even do that? And you go, if I'm with him, then I'm just going, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll get the putt, the three foot putt. So, you know, <laughs> that's being I'll so, that, that. That, that, yeah. And, you know, so you're not, you, you're not playing the game for yourself. And then I said, you know, basically he's carrying me around the course, you know, if you you know, he wants to win and the people you want to win, if they're good players, um, but it helps if you have a good player, but, but, you know, that's my perception. It's not the people you play with.
1: And it used to be like that, Clive. Yeah. It used to be like for women and beginners, they'd show up to doubles and there'd be eye rolls be like, Oh, I guess yeah. I'm not winning. I'm just donating my money now. And yeah. that's really, at least in our club has changed. And that's what I love about it. And um, you know, that, you know, going to doubles that you're putting your $5 down and you might have someone who's never played before, or you might get duncan and adam and (laughs) you're donating your money so no matter who you are right so um yeah that's the beauty part about it that's yeah the community is pretty cool oh it is i mean
0: they're all accepting played with um two guys i met before ravi and hugh yeah uh, and then johnny and um you know, I, I held my own. We used my drives on a few holes, um, Nice. you know, and made a couple of nice, you know, 25-foot putts. That's and we awesome. played, we, we, didn't, we didn't score very well. We didn't have a bogey on our car, which was positive. But, um, you know, but we had fun. And they were very supportive, you know. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So the, the community has been great, very supportive. So it, it's, it's a perception that I had to get over. But, yeah. So the, so the three things then would be the kind of playing in tournaments, Starting the not in any particular order, starting the podcast, and then just being part of a great community. So,
1: so I need to say sorry because not that I take our podcast for granted at all, at all, or you, but I guess I just feel like it's a piece of us, and I don't know it. This this was amazing because this has been a bucket list item for me for a really long time, and you and I had talked about that when I kind of first met you and we chatted and then you came to me last year and you, what do you think? And I was like, I, this is amazing. I
0: think it was around the TCO time.
1: I think it was yeah. TCO time and yeah. we chatted and we had a beer and yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I've just had this moment just right now while we're sitting here where um, I think I take, took for granted how long I've been in the sport and you just made me realize, like you said, like the connections and the people you're getting to know and talk to. And, you know, I I guess I've been in it so long, like we sat down and talked with Stu and Chris, I already knew them, Yeah. you know, Thomas, I've, Thomas stayed at my house for a week. So, you know, I just, I, I forget sometimes how much or how lucky or fortunate I've been. And, um, I never mean to take anything for granted, but I just had this little moment of like, I better check myself. (laughs) Yeah because only reason people are listening to this right now is because Clive asked me to do a podcast with him. So yeah. I'm very grateful. Like the overall, all those other things were fantastic, but what we get to do here and what we're doing right now is pretty cool. And I got to know you and other friendships have grown through that too. Like everyone hears Justin's name mentioned. I've known Justin cause he taught my daughter, but now I know Justin cause he's a disc golfer, right? Yeah. Like it's kind of cool and thank you clive oh you're welcome thank you that was a moment of
0: check myself that's okay (laughs) it's funny because you you are we gotta you know we should maybe call this the the justin shout out podcast um (laughs) he went down to raptor snow for a tournament elizabeth played his wife elizabeth played in it as well and he was playing with three guys he didn't know and he said um you know, where are you from? Kamloops. Oh, Flight Pass Podcast is from there as well. One of them said, yeah. Oh, Kerry Neal. She's great. And th- <laughs> then, then um, the, 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 th- the third guy or the fourth guy on the card said, oh, what's the Flight Pass Podcast? Oh, I'll have to check it out. But, That's you know, awesome. Yeah.
1: Oh, so, my heart. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. So it's cool that, you know, there are people, you know, listening. Listening. Um, yeah. Thank
1: you. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're welcome. yeah. The three of you
1: all three of you
0: yeah okay let's go 2023 i won't put um, a number on this but things that this is you know personal cam personal disc golf whether it be t- being a um, tournament organizer or tournament director playing whatever what are your goals or highlights going to be for 2023
1: Well, obviously continuing the podcast in 2023 (laughs) (laughs) and I got the TCO coming up, which is really exciting, but I think the big highlight is going to be when the crush comes to Kamloops. So it's going to be in August and it's a women's only B tier. And um, I've actually got Christy Shields. She's coming out in March for, she's a teacher. It's going to come out over spring break. And in March, we're going to start to hash out all the details of how this is going to look and how we're going to play and what it's going to do. Like what, obviously at B tier, we're going to play golf, but there's going to be a celebration of women. Yeah. And, uh, I've been wanting to do this Is in 2006, I hosted a women's tournament and this is full circle for me. That's going to be a highlight for sure. TCO will be definitely, but the crush is going to be pretty special. Um, I turned 50. (laughs) I'm dealing with that.
0: (laughs) You know, so I I don't think I've said my age on here, but in, in, well, by the time you listen to this, I would have had another lap around the sun. I'll be 58. And that just blows my mind that I'm 58 because I don't, I, I don't know what 58 should feel like. But I don't feel I don't feel like I'm 58. I, I, I don't think maybe I do on some days, you know, first thing in the morning, probably. Yeah, but I, do, I don't feel, you know, I try to remember my dad and I think I look younger. Than my dad than he was 58. But, you know, obviously, I, I need to lose some weight, get in shape and stuff like that. But that just comes with age. But it just, you know, like I'm close to 60. I, I My brother's two years old. He turned 60 and he was like, oh, my God, I'm turning 60. And it, it's Yeah. I, I, you know, it's just, anyway, it's just my, yeah.
1: So I, I, I so, don't know. So, so I,
0: when you say you're turning 50, it's like, oh, suck it up. Come on, shut up. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, a, uh, it's the way we society is and statistics yeah. life's ha- over half over. Right. Yeah. So I think my goal for this coming year, obviously the whole get in shape, lose weight, Take care of the gray hair. I'm not embracing it. I don't all the messages were fantastic, but I'm not embracing it. And, um, and continue to be an advocate for women's disc golf. Like if I can if I can leave anything behind, this is this is the longest I've volunteered or given to one thing besides my marriage, and being a parent is and I've is disc golf. And um, if I can leave it a better place than when I found it, and uh, create positive experiences, or memorable experiences for people, then I think um, uh, I'll be happy, so that's my goal for next year, or this year, 2023.
0: Well, see. what about what about playing?
1: Um, I'm going to play, for sure, um, I want to play, uh, this is the thing, last year, every time Craig and I went on a holiday, it revolved around a tournament, and he caddied for me, and this year, we want to do a couple other getaways that are disc golf, but not tournaments. So I'm going to be playing Falcon's Flight out in uh, Sundry in September. Um, I'm not playing the Crush because I'm going to TD it. I'm not playing TCO. Um, hopefully, the Doomsday's, get out to the Doomsday. is going to play uh, Harvest Huck in September in Clearwater. That B tier, $10,000 added cash out there. So yeah. I'll be out in Clearwater playing that one. And, yeah, I'd like to get half a dozen tournaments under my belt. We'll see what happens if i'd rather i'm I'd rather give back and create than I don't know. I like competing. It's fun. I love the people. I love the experience. I love my cards. I love playing the courses. but um, yeah, we'll see what happens.
0: That's very cool. I think my twenty twenty three if it goes as planned it's going to be mostly disc golf when i'm not working um nice. well there's a podcast so i'm going to ask you another question about the podcast in just uh, a minute but okay. the yeah the podcast just continuing that um creating more content for that um but you talked about playing i made a list um, and for anybody that's listening if you go to okanagan disapply if you're local as soon as you walk in the door on the left, there's a calendar with all the events on there. So I want to sign up for the match play. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I forgot about that. I'm doing match play as well. There's a there's a bunch of women that want to do it here in Kamloops. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So doing the match play events, which I think runs from in from March for five, six weeks. Yep. um, That'll be a lot of fun. Again, it is competitive, but what the, Hey, you're just going out there. I mean, that just means that sometimes you're going to, run one from a hundred feet. Yeah. I mean, you know, because that's the only chance you got of halving the hole or winning the hole. Yep. Um so that'll be fun. It'll be a different experience. Um so I want to do that. Then there's gonna I want to get the doubles more often. And currently my my job situation allows me to go out to league because they're on Wednesdays. Yep. I finish at 330 so it allows me to go out to league night and that so I can do more of the league night. But then I looked at the tournaments, we've got the TCO, I've already signed up for that. Um, Okanagan Disc has this um, Grand Prix happening, three events. I forgot about those.
1: Yeah, I'm playing those too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So um, at Rose Hill, um, Lumbee and Dick Hart are the planned. Logan Lake. Logan Lake, not Lumbee. So yeah, Logan Lake. And then there's the doomsdays, which are happening in Penticton, Vernon, Lumby, uh Dick Hart is it? um yeah, and, and anyway, Logan so, Lake, yep. And Logan Lake. So trying to try and hit those. Um, I think the Logan Lake one is the Grand Prix on one day and the doomsday yep. on the next. So I'm gonna
1: We're gonna take, go camping.
0: Probably take the mold home out to that. Yep. Yeah. We're gonna
1: go up on the Thursday, Thursday afternoon and camp Friday and play yeah. and then play in the tournament Saturday and Sunday and then come home.
0: Because if I go to the Penticton one, then um, Pam can uh, visit friends in Summerland and Penticton. Yep. Have a place to stay. So and I've not I haven't played three blind mice. So we're talking about courses I haven't played. I, I will have played Raptors Knoll, I have, I will have played by the end of next year, I would have played uh, Logan Lake Lumbee. Um, the Dick Hart, three blind mice, and the one at Vernon. So that's another six courses I played within that's awesome. BC, so. And I should I should say the Dick Hart
1: event, I think, is in October. It is, yeah. And uh, it's just so people aren't going after the KDGC wanting to know it nothing's in the ground. We haven't broke ground. It's we nope. hope to start here in the spring. So that will be possibly like the premier showcase of dick Hart will be that event in october
0: now who who does who is designing or who has designed the dick Hart park course or are they going on the what was existing
1: no what was existing was an old tonal course on just a piece of the land we it was a collaboration between um some club members and board members the design and just having that experience of redesigning Rose Hill and having Eric here and leaning on some of that stuff the guys went out and created a really great 18 holes and then we did have Thomas Gilbert last year before he left went out and walked the property um, with myself and uh, Ben and he gave some feedback as well like tweaking uh, tee pad placement or, you know, basket placement. And it was actually some really good feedback to have someone walk the property and see the lines and give some feedback. So um, yeah, it's not anyone we haven't, the city hasn't hired anyone. We haven't hired a course designer, um, but it's, it's a really nice layout. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be championship level. It will not be a beginner friendly course.
0: Uh, Multiple tee pads. Mm -hmm. Good. And potentially for, other basket placements as well
1: yeah there's lots of potential for other ba- basket okay. placements
0: yeah good so um playing and the podcast are the main disco things i will have finished the scott stokely course in in april right you know when yep. the season really gets going so hopefully my game i'll hopefully i'll have a workable forehand by then. that's my plan it's to have a workable forehand soon. well if
1: you're going to learn it from scott you're going to have a great forehand right Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it, his course is very good. At the end, I think we'll talk about it more And we talked about getting the people that are taking yeah. it. But it's the same thing. You have to, the only way I'm going to get better is like, okay, yeah, watch these videos. And I've, you know, Scott's gone on live and shown us what to do. Yep. But unless you do it consistently, it's not going to be ingrained. And just going out there playing every weekend doesn't do it. Yep. So I have to, even in the cold, take my wife's car out of the garage, put up the net, and, and throw and throw and yeah throw, and, throw, and, throw. and
1: well you see so many if you're on social media and you follow any of the touring crows they've all got nets up yeah and like they're not driving like like they're practicing their their approach on the t-pad their form hitting the power pocket and then the snap and like yeah. literally they're they're throwing 10 feet from the net right yeah.
0: so yeah it's, yeah they're not worried about where it's going it's a null by the release yeah. and the angle yeah yeah yeah, so that they're, they're the they're the three things. So I'm looking forward to playing a lot more. Trying to balance that with the podcast and you know at the TCO I want to be a volunteer, I want to do the podcast and I want to play. So one of those I mean the playing is gonna be three hours of each yep. day. And then um but you know, definitely put in the volunteering time. But in the evening is maybe, you know, when we have an event in the evening or something else. Yep chatting to people informally about it and recording what they have to say because it'd be good to get people's feedback
1: oh yeah absolutely i one of my favorite things um at the big events is when terry miller that disc golf guy yeah he goes in and he sets up live like in the bar or wherever and he'll have people come over and talk post round and have a beer with them and you can hear the the din in the background but he goes live on uh youtube when he does it but i just i just love that because you get like their reactions as they're coming off the course fresh right
0: yeah that, that'll be very cool to do something like that uh, yeah. and just chat to people um, so yeah that that's very cool now for the podcast i had a question for you okay by the end of 2023 who do you want to have had on the show because we're going to By the make end that.
1: of 2023
0: by the, I... by the, so considering this a second year in the podcast who do you want to get on the show and chat with because we have to make that happen
1: well, for sure, Paige.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: Jackie Morris would be super cool. Um, there's so many. Like I listen to so many podcasts and I'm like, oh, I'd love to have a conversation with this person. Like people are going to don't not follow us, but I love Brody Smith and I love his approach to some things that he's talking about right now. And I don't know if I'd want him on the podcast, but I would <laughs> love <just> to <laughs> sit down with the guy so I've been a Brody fan since the day he entered the sport, though, like I and he's changed his uh, he's changed his views on some stuff, too, since he's come in and he's always been willing to. So but not page. Uh, I think it'd be fun to to see what unfolds this season and things that happen with players and
0: yeah, we'll kind into of in that the in moment just a little bit. What's that? No, nope. I said we'll get into that in just a little bit. All about yeah. the the shape. but yeah, but so page is probably your number one to have on by the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I'd like, uh, yeah, and you know, it'd be cool to connect with. Well, I know we, uh, we were trying, but connect with Kona. Yeah, and uh, like so we had talked with Zoe about the sports psychologist, right? Yeah. So I'd love to talk to some players like Ella Hansen too, who've been working with the sports psychologist and what it's done for their game or what they see it being. A, a positive thing? Um, has it personally helped them as well to readjust how they think daily, not just on the on on the course? Yeah. Like, I'd like to get into some topics like that. Just talk to people that are, like, you know, Seth Muncie would be super cool. Yeah.
0: It would be, yeah. be cool to actually just speak to a disco sports psychologist. It would. And then, you know, just have them say, you know, if you were to give one piece of advice on... You know, staying calm on the course. What would that be? You know.
1: Yeah. The mental, the mental side of the game, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is. It's because, as I think, you know, you'll hear next time. Thomas has, Thomas Gilbert has all the shots. Yep. But it's that consistency, and a lot of that consistency. I mean, he's thrown thousands and thousands of discs. He knows how to throw the shots. The consistency comes up. You know, it's a mental consistency that that I. Think separates, you know, the Paul Macbeths, the Kristen Tatars, the Paige yep. Pierces, and all the, you know, the future, you know, all the uh, previous world champions and best players from that next crop.
1: Well, and so, if uh, everyone gets a chance to listen to the Thomas uh, interview, I ask him a question about playing in Canada as compared to when he's not in Canada and his yeah. consistency, yeah. right? About feeling supported. And I think that's huge. So, you know, when you're at home on your home course and all your fans are here, it you, you feel good, right? And when you feel yeah. good, you feel confident. And uh, yeah, cool. it was interesting.
0: Yeah, I think um, okay. So we have to get Paige Pierce on the show by the end of the year. Yeah. And um, what about
1: you? Who are you who are you chatting with?
0: Well, I've I've talked about this a long time. I want to get one of the guys from you. Not I was gonna say you play you disc on. Yep. Oh, wanna, you yeah, want to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I want to talk about handicaps. Why there isn't a ha- like because and, and you know I don't want to get into this now, but the, the rating system for disc golf is useless. Yeah, I'm saying it, it is useless because you can be a thousand player playing in Kamloops or playing in Canada. And you're not a thousand player down in the States. Yep. And, and there needs to be, and I think, I think Udisc, I'm going to tag them on all these Udisc. You could take over the, not necessarily the professional, but you could take over the, amateur. in my opinion, you could take over the amateur disc golf world by coming up with a similar foundation that they have in ball golf. That's yeah. my opinion. But but anyway, I won't get on to my little rant <laughs> about that. But so I want to talk about them and say, hey, I'm challenging you. Come on, you can do this. This is all you yeah. have to do. You've got the coders, you've got this. Well, it'd be can, interesting yeah.
1: to hear why they haven't or why yeah. they think they can't, right? Yeah. 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 It'd be, uh, yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. So, so that's my number one. My number two, hmm, that, that's a tough one. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know what there'll be a number. Maybe I mean, like, let's talk, ask.
1: Our three listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's <that's not>
1: <laughs> Who do you guys, like, what do you guys want to hear us talk about? Who yeah. do you want to hear us interview? Uh, what, is there a topic that we could talk about like this that you guys want to hear?
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, I love talking to the pros. I love, um, you know, I, I think Paul Macbeth would be great. I, I'm going to say Paul Macbeth as well. Okay. Because not, not just because he, he is the best male player out there sorry Ricky whatever I don't, you know like when yep. you win, when you win five six sorry six world championships yeah and have done that over that period of time and been you know just one of the top two players in the world in the past how many however many years um then you can argue that you're the best but yeah in, I in think my, that's my, and I, I want to hear about him and his disc golf but I want to hear also about the his foundation you know, how he got that started, um, yeah. why he started it, um, because you don't have to give back. Nope. So my challenge is not, you know, Paul Macbeth and, um, and, you know, I know you're listening to this episode right now, Paul. <laughs> so uh, just message me and I'll message the podcast. And I'll give you my cell phone number. We'll have a chat and we'll get you on the show.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, you bring up a really good point about him being the best player in the world. Like I was thinking about this a day and you said breakout player best player ricky needs to win a major this year that's yeah. <laughs> if you, like and we can get into this whole pdga player of yeah. the year thing and
0: yeah. ah. okay so we will stop that because next in two weeks you'll be hearing from thomas Gilbert, and we ask him a question about being the um pro disc golf tour player winner and the worlds and you'll get his opinion on that as well so so we won't give too many spoilers away there but yeah anyway um in my opinion Paul Macbeth is 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 the best until someone takes that mantle away from him he's clutch yeah
1: down the line he's clutch he can come from behind and he's won off the chase card before he even when he's been like deep like third card he might not win but he puts himself back in the position to be it's either podium like it, like it or not disc golf needs paul mcbeth 100 you don't have to be a oh, paul yeah. mcbeth fan
0: you, you have to have that person he's classy like it, well, it's he's, any sport you go to tennis yep you know you have your bjorn borg who's the next bjorn borg who's the next john mackerel and i've got people are going who are you talking about okay who's the next Rafael Nadal, who's the next um, yeah. Roger Federer. There's always one person at that peak. Who's going to be that person to take it away from him? Yeah. And I don't, you know, and it's not going to happen for another, you can't say that for another three, four, five years until someone's starting winning their second world championship or their third world championship. You know, yeah. and then you say, okay, this is the next person um, there. So, that's, so this is a nice segue. Let's get into our preview for what we sure. think about the pdga and we uh, well we've asked a couple of people i think we'll put this out on the website um so we asked our sponsor and i'm just bringing up the his reply um okanagan disk supply dan coombs is the owner um and go to okan um okanagan Dis supply and and check out they'll, they'll have everything you need but I asked him who would be the top MPO player, FPO player by the end of this year and who would win Worlds and who would be their kind of surprise player, breakout player, that player that just had a, an amazing season and wasn't expecting it. And like, when we did that with um, and this, just, this episode, which should just called The Justin Show because um, <laughs> we asked Justin as well. And the reason we asked him, they're just guys we know will reply all the time. Um, so we'll start with the MPO. Okay. Who is, is your player who, of
1: the year? Like Yeah, who's gonna be event? the kind
0: of the, the player of the year? Dan said Ricky. Okay. And Justin said when you scroll down to Justin's reply. I'm, oh yeah, he um there you go. He went with Ricky as well. So who is gonna be your MPO kind of play of the year at the end of the season okay i are we doing this based on the pdgas
1: like you earn your points by the amount of events you play or are we doing this by like overall like the Kristen page controversy i know
0: yeah so so in your opinion i mean it's a tough one because if we go by the points because i think some of those people like paul mcbeth might not play as many tournaments as next year although you know yeah and then so I just told. kind of overall, overall, you know, add all the, the subjectivity
1: player. in, yeah. throw all the stats in. Yeah. Who do I think is going to be the best player? Yeah. Um,
0: I wrote Ricky. down my answers earlier, and I know I can't find them, but there they are. Here they are. I've got them.
1: <sighs> yeah, you know what? Um, Ricky's got a lot on his shoulders this year. Like the guy needs to win a major. If he stays healthy, if he doesn't have a lime flare up, yeah, I'm I'm going to say Ricky. I think this is Ricky's year. You think so? I'm not going to say he's going to win worlds, but no, I think overall that, yeah, yeah. he'll be the best player in the world. And in, you don't need to win worlds to be the best player in the world. Just putting no, that out there. No. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be Paul. Okay. There, there is a a dark horse that I think could have an incredible year or. Just uh, the reason i chose paul is because he wasn't last the end of this year yeah and i think paul wants to be known as the best and well, he, he, i already said he is the best but i think that he i think this is going to be i mean he's just a machine and i think yes yeah he, he lost out to ricky this time um and i think paul will be back with the vengeance and
1: well he already has he's already started his season
0: yeah. Right. He played,
1: I think he played the wraparound events, so he's already got points, points for the 2023
0: yeah. season. Yeah. So oh. I, I think he wants it. My dark horse was Gannon Buer. Like he's just so phenomenal.
1: <sighs> yeah, you know, and that's I, I, another I, I, one that's gonna have so much pressure on so him this much year. Pre-
0: yeah, so much pressure. But that that's like a lo- my long shot. Yeah, if I had a long shot because he is so good and he, he's played with those guys, yep, on the same card as those guys and beaten them.
1: And he's not... Uh, he's He doesn't get pressured by it. No. Like, the kid yeah. has smack talk, yeah. and he's confident, and yeah. again, there's a difference between confidence and cockiness, and we yeah. have to remember, he's 17, so yeah. there's going to be a little bit of cockiness in there. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it, my, that's my, a good dark horse. I it, My dark horse, like, <sighs> Aaron Gossage is going to be sneaky okay. good this year, I think.
0: Yeah, he is. My only worry for... Um, Mr. Gannon Bure is that on a windy day, he might get blown into a tree and hurt himself because he weighs like 30 pounds wet, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's and like we were saying with Thomas in our interview, um, and we talked about with Zoe with the FPOs, but the MPO has got some really fantastic talent pushing. And I think a seventh world for Paul, a seventh world for Paul is going to be tough. Okay. You know, yeah, he no, almost I, didn't get his sixth. <laughs> yeah. It was close, right? So and same with the FPOs, like for Paige to get her sixth world title will probably be the most fulfilling, hardest earned worlds because of the sheer yeah. talent that's in the pool right
0: now. Okay. So let's go to FPOs and see what our we know two of our listeners think of. So FPO Dan went with um this is you know the player at the end of the season who's gonna be of the best record or when the dg pro uh kristen and justin went with kristen as well okay your thoughts so kristen is not
1: coming to vegas she's not coming to the all-stars uh because of her elbow so right off the hop at the start of the season she's uh missing two well the all-stars isn't like the all-stars is just a all-star event but still I worry she can't, she won't be able to stay healthy. And her season never missing the podium, that's a tough act to follow. And so, and she's 30. And, you know, I and I love Paige. And I think Paige is ready for another year of breakout. I think Paige has uh not a lot to prove because she doesn't. She's just chosen to do different things with her off season and her time at home and she's getting married and she's adulting and has nothing to prove. She's a five-time world champion, but I really think she wants it. And I really think, you know, the player of the year at one point they asked Paige after one of her performances, do you think you're the best player in the world? And she said, no, I'm not. And she'll be the first one to tell you, yes, I am. Yeah. So, you know, this year, uh, I'm gonna say Paige. BN, I think pa- page. Paige wants it. Paige knows she needs a better scramble rate. She knows she needs a better putting rate. She knows that stuff. This is this is what she does. This is yeah. People think she's sitting in Florida drinking cocktails in her backyard. They're wrong. She's uh, she's ambitious. She's competitive, and uh, she's to herself. You know, I, I think she's not gonna go down without a fight. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Paige. Everyone's saying Kristen. I'm gonna say Paige.
0: Well. I don't think Kristen will be, and not because I don't think she's capable of it, because of her injury. So it's going to take a time to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. um So that's the only reason. If she was fully fit, i will go Kristen. You know, um, should be should be should be, 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 be the the book's favorite, as I say. My
1: dark horse
0: oh, is okay, Evel- Evelina. If oh. she gets
1: her putting together, you're not stopping that kid. She throws a mile. She scrambles. Well, she's got a sidearm. Oh, look at that. So <laughs> I just, Evelina.
0: I, I, yeah, I just showed Kerry Neil, uh, <laughs> sorry, carry something on camera because we're on camera. Um, okay. Mine is, and I, the top of there, you probably didn't see it. I, I put Paige will be Paige. Yeah. And I think that last year she had distractions. Sure. You know, like all players do, but I, I, yeah. you know, like um, I think she had the added pressure of herself, winning the sixth, and she didn't win it. Um, her documentary
1: was coming out. A documentary
0: was coming out. She, she was moving into, you know, had a house and all these kind of things. And, and she,
1: think- she started the season too with super at Texas State's a super emotional speech where she she didn't throw her dad under the bus, yeah. but she definitely created a a stir, right? So. Yeah, Yeah, I think she's going to settle in. I think everything is going in Paige's direction this year. There's no reason why Paige couldn't. Let's just just do that.
0: I think she's going to be centered. And Mm -hmm. I think that where she's at in her life with um, her family and, you know, a home life or whatever, and, you know, and obviously I'm, you know, don't know, but it seems like everything is just going swimmingly for her. Yes. And that I think that that'll transfer to the course. I don't think she'll lose any of that competitiveness because I don't believe no matter how old you get, like. I'm the yeah. com- most competitive person I know, even when I'm bad at something, I think I should be winning. Yeah. And she is great at something and knows yeah. she should be winning. And she's she's not, you don't lose competitiveness. Like oh, if, I'm, no, if, you I'm, don't. if I'm playing you a might... game, I want to win. I want to play table tennis. I want to win it. I want to play like if I was, I'm out there with Johnny on the course. I'd like, I, oh, if I can beat him on one hole or on, that, that, Hey, that's a victory. Um, <laughs> you know? So, yeah.
1: But I uh, think too, you never lose the competitiveness, but something has to give when you've got a lot on your plate. And I think the fire, the fire inside to be competitive the energy is not there for it. You're not feeding it because you're feeding these other things you need to take care of in, in life, in your personal life, in whatever it is. And and it doesn't need to be anything negative either. Right. Like Paige was building a home with, with her fiance and they're bringing their families together. And I know that was really important to me to have my families come together. And, you know, and so when you're putting that energy, you don't think it's happening. But yeah. something else gives, right? So I it's all dialed in. Paige yeah. is so happy that every i I'm excited for her this year
0: and, and and I think if Paige were being honest about last season on the disco, of course, yep. she would probably say it was a disappointing season for her. not as not you know, it was not what she expected, not what she wanted. yeah, um, and I'm not saying that she wanted to win the world. she wanted to win every tournament, but I, I don't think she played as well as she could, and I think that a champion like her goes away every season and, and reviews, said, what didn't I do well? Absolutely. And, and then she makes changes.
1: And she's she'll be also be the first one to tell you that what Kristen did was amazing. Like, you yeah. know, like, she's not a, she doesn't lose like that. So, and again, yeah, that own fire inside is going to be fueled this year. Yeah. 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 And Kristen, like I said, Kristen, I don't know if the health is going to be there, if the, she's going to be able to keep it going. So that's why I wouldn't pick her.
0: Okay, Worlds MPO. Now, our um, Dan said Paul Macbeth, okay. And Justin is obviously a Ricky fan because he went with uh, Ricky Zaki again. Men's Worlds, who's going to win it?
1: Well, it's in Vermont, Smugs bars b1 worlds there last time so um you gotta have a full game you gotta have distance you gotta have a sidearm you gotta have a woods game you gotta have backhand you gotta do the scramble ricky has a full game but it's sneaky it's not a course where you need a 700 foot throw i wouldn't be surprised to see oh man there's so many good players that can play there. Like James Conrad's got that really good woods game. Um, Simon, Simon's going to be fueled up and wanting to prove something. Um But I really, I know Ricky. Ah, yeah. Come on. There's got to be somebody else. Why do I, I don't want to pick Ricky.
0: Um, well, I'll pick mine then. While you're okay. You about pick yours. Paul McBeth.
1: You're, you're picking, you're picking Paul I'm, for a seven pick, time. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, he's got the complete game. Um, I think so. I don't think James Conrad's going to win it. Um, No, no, but I'm just saying, like the the
1: guys that have that game that you don't need big distance for. Like you need a touch game in there too. And hmm, I'll say Ricky.
0: Ricky. Okay. Yeah. Now, I did have originally down Aaron Gossage um, because he's got a complete game, so he would be my dark horse. But I can't see. You know, but yeah, I know it's, it's gonna be Paul again. He's gonna win his seventh. I don't think so. No, no,
1: no. I, I think I Ricky I Ricky plays well there. Didn't he win? Did he win there this year? Yeah, this past know. season. Um,
0: I'll I'll pick Ricky. Okay. Yep. Okay, so then that leaves um one other question that we we put to dan and justin and that's um we
1: didn't pick an fpo for oh worlds. i'm
0: sorry fpo well dan and justin go with Kristen again basically they both picked Kristen to be the player of the year or you know the subjective yep. player of the year and worlds and so fpo for you
1: hmm. well page shoe won it last time it was there um I don't think she's ready to well that's towards the end of the year though who knows um I really want Paige to get her sixth but there's so many good players sneaking up behind her I don't think Kristen will win it you just the courses they're on I don't think she'll win it if Evelina's dialed in Evelina could win again right it's just another weekend it's just another major it's not like they've earned their way there so just another weekend of golf um
0: blah, blah, i'm gonna say page
1: <laughs> you can Sorry. cut that out <laughs> you can delete it i mean it's it's no, for I me know. it's just like I, it's picking I, who's gonna win I, the preserve
0: i know who's gonna win but it, but it isn't it's
1: because, prestigious because we but, made it that way it's prestigious because the fans and the pdg that's made it that true
0: way, right? and and it is more prestige there's more pressure on the players
1: well, because historically what they get from it, like look I at know. James Conrad, oh. right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. So there's more. Yeah. I mean, if you win that, you know, then yeah. people remember who you are. Okay, like so said, it's, anyway. It, it's trying who's to you? say. It's, but it, but instead of saying who way. it might be, who's it going to be?
1: I'm saying Paige.
0: Paige Pierce yep. to win her sixth title. Yep. Okay. I think if Kristen is fit, she is because of a complete game, She is favorite to win. So if she's healthy, I would go with her. If not, I have no idea, as you said, because there are so many good. Holland.
1: Holland's got a great game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's so many good players. Yeah. And it comes with, we've spoken with Holland and, um, Missy and they all talk about, Hey, being able to control their game and their mental side. It's, it's going to be the person that can control their emotions. Yep as i t- said earlier page i think in a situation where she can do that um because her, her life seems to be more uh, out get outside of life outside of disco of life seems yeah. more grounded but i think it's going to be tough there's so many young people i've you know i've got three people here but i would go with i'm going to go with kristen if she, she assuming she's healthy
1: and if she's not, like, if, if all she's of a sudden everything this season, if she's, her elbow if blows she's out. Not,
0: if she's not healthy, I want Evelina. But
1: that's my. That, I'll call that as my dark horse, Evelina. Want, she's because, putting, she's unstoppable. Oh, like if she she's putting, she, has she would year. She could have been player of the year last year if she could putt. Hundred percent. If she so, if she dials and, her putting in, yeah, she repeats Kristen's year and, this year. And,
0: and putting is probably the most important part of the game. Absolutely. So. Here is my real dark horse. Real dark horse might be my surprise player as well. Again, another one if she's if she's on fire, which she can be, and if she's recovered from this last season. I know who you're saying. You know how I'm saying who am I gonna say? Haley King. Yeah. Yeah. Haley King has a great game. She so and she
1: plays well at smugs. So
0: so I'm gonna go with Haley King. If she she is if she is healthy. She and could, she needs to
1: get out of her own head. She yeah. needs to get out of her own way and just yeah. let the trust the process. Yeah. Totally. She could, so. she could have a fantastic year.
0: Okay. So, player, kind of surprise player, breakout player. I mean, breakout might be bad because it might be just, you know, like a, a Missy Gannon who's top 10 player who's just gonna whomp, straight out, you know, is, yep. is now winning worlds and the best player because there's so many capable of. But the uh, kind of breakout, surprise player of the year now um, dan gave us a male and female he said okay. gannon Buer Beer. yeah who if he's going to break out he's basically a surprise he's going to win worlds because yeah. he's he's not you know and Paige Shu, who i think is valid because you know um although Paige has had success
1: she's a world champ
0: yeah but not not recently not recently so yep. for, so it could be a you know a re you know a kind of rebirth Okay. Um, Justin names one person, and that is Thomas Gilbert. Nice. Yeah, and I, and I think that's a valid one because he's he seems to be in a very positive place. Yeah, he's happy with his. Um, not saying he wasn't happy with Prodigy, but he was happy with his sponsor. He's happy with his sponsor. He likes it. He can. He's got this open bag. Um, he's
1: feeling supported by his sponsor, which is yep. huge, right? Yep. Like he's feeling heard. He's feeling uh, included, yeah, and that that's tremendous. Like to have like that's important to a player, right? Because all they got to do now is play.
0: Yeah, and I don't think he feels any pressure. No, um, and he's he's got the shots, and again, you know, oh, yeah. so I think that's a valid choice. And for him, for breakout year, is not necessarily in worlds, but you know, getting maybe three, four, five podium finishes. Yep, winning the old tournament, you know. A, even just moving up into that top 10 yeah. at the end of the season would, would be awesome, and I'd, I'd love to see that, and so anyway, so you can you pick picking? a male, male, who am I picking? Well, I've got three names written down in front of me for women, and okay. that's Evelina, mm-hmm. Haley, and okay. Missy, and we talked about Evelina and Haley, and Missy, and I think a breakout year for Missy, because she is a top 10 player, well, would she'd be have to, to win have... So I have to win worlds or yeah. win win a couple of majors in there. And
1: she well, she won the throw pink. Yeah, and she's won the disc golf pro tour
0: championships. Yeah, right. That's why they so, call her
1: Big Money Missy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, after chatting with Missy, you know, I'd like her to win everything. But then i you know, because I just think she's an incredible human being. Um, Haley, who I've already talked about, is my dark horse. So I'm gonna go. And and I think it would be a breakout year, even though Evelina, you know, has been there or thereabouts yep. and played really well. I think for her to get a couple of tournament wins would be huge. And I think she's admitted she's she's got to work on a putting. And if she gets that putting oh, down yeah. and the putt, but mentally gets it down, if she misses yep. that first putt to that, you know, left hits the chains and goes out, then will that get to her? Just um so I'm going to go with Evelina as a breakout player of the year. On the men's side, I'm going to say it's going to be Nicholas Antilla. I think you're going to see an influx of European players oh, yeah. challenge for the podium this year. Yep. Oh, that, that's mine. So two Europeans.
1: Nice. So I'm going to go the opposite direction. And my FPO is Macy Bella Diaz from Team DD. She has got sneaky distance. She is a good putter, and she just signed an extension with DD. And um, I, I think she's in, she's she's in line to win a silver or an elite this year, and pushing for the podium. Like I, I think this is going to be her year for sure.
0: Um, so, so that will put her up in the. So I don't know where she's ranked right now, but probably put, push her up into the top. 15, 12 players.
1: She, what did Missy, or wait, where did she finish? Macy Valadias finish. oh, I can't remember. 18th, because Kona finished 22nd.
0: So if she jumped up in, I think, you know, yeah. even jumping up into top 15 or top yeah. 12 is huge. I think you're going to see her name this. more often.
1: You're going to hear it more often okay. on okay. coverage. Like, you know, what's, I could have picked what's Colin her name again? Hanley, Sorry? Macy Veladez.
0: That was just a little... What's that? That was just my little joke. Oh. You're gonna hear her name more often. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Oh, hey, (laughs) I didn't go to bed till three. Stop it. (laughs) Um yeah, I I, I'm gonna go that direction. So, you know, I don't want to say, you know, Kona is another good choice. Like we're waiting for Kona to have a breakout year. So she'd be my dark horse. Maybe see Kona push into the top 15 on a consistent basis would be pretty cool. But I'm gonna say Macy and then. Breakout year for an MPO. Um, oh, there's so many good ones. Cole Rodallin, who just got picked up by DGA. He's he's good. Oh gosh. Thomas, it's already been taken, but you know what? I'm gonna say another DD player. I'm gonna say Chris Clemens. Okay. Best lefty on tour. He finished 13th. So just kind of crazy. You didn't hear his name a lot, but he finished right in there. But again, extended with D.D. and has a great forehand. And I think we're going to see him pop into the top 10. And you might see him on some lead cards more often. Yeah, that's, those are going to be my two. Cool. Yeah.
0: So Macy and Mr. Chris. Clements. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. So it would be interesting. So I think when you hear this episode, we'll put something up on. We'll have a little contest. Um, we'll have those categories up on instagram and facebook and if you just reply with who you think they are we'll look at the end of the season see who is most successful and we'll have you um, come on the podcast and tell us why you chose those people and we'll have a little prize for you as well that is to be decided and what the prize will be yeah obviously we're not allowed to win even you know (laughs) so even though i will Um, okay yeah whoever wins buys beer that's good between the two of us yeah or maybe between dan and justin as well
1: yeah oh well okay i'm not buying y'all beer okay you Kristen tatar fans stop it <laughs> <laughs> i love the girl but she's gonna cost me money i can tell
0: she, yeah so you. <laughs> so what you're doing is saying she's gonna win now you're changing your choice
1: no i'm just i feel like the odds are stacked against you're me so be, okay. lucky i don't go to vegas and bet <laughs> yeah
0: Okay, um, so in two weeks, we we have already recorded in the can. We've recorded with Thomas Gilbert. Well, you'll be hearing from Thomas, top Canadian player. And yeah, and then Kerry, 2023, where are you going in February?
1: I'm going to the Disc Golf Pro Tour All-Stars Weekend. There you go. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. So I'll be down there. Craig and I got weekend passes. So we'll be at the El Conquistador following the um, skills and accuracy on Friday. And then they pick their teams and they they play all day Saturday, all day Sunday. So we'll be out there.
0: And you know she's going to have a good year when that wasn't on her highlight list. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah we were supposed to go to vegas but it didn't work out so that's why i asked thomas if he was going to be
0: in tucson yeah so. well what stays in what happens in tucson stays in tucson unless and, it ends up on the unless uh, the disc golf pro tour is filming yeah. it live yeah. i'll
1: wave to you guys
0: okay have a big sign i'll take yeah big flight pass banner down there yeah there you go yeah. maybe okay. that's what
1: i'll do maybe i'll bring back some autograph discs to give away clive as a prize yeah
0: I'll give yeah. you some money before you go to pick <laughs> me up some stuff. <laughs> oh, well, we'll see. Personally. We'll see what
1: kind of shopping there is there. Yeah.
0: Okay. Great chatting with you again, Carrie. Um, yeah. And I'll see you at putting league on Wednesday. You betcha. Okay. Have fun. All right. All right. Well, you made it through that. That's awesome. And I'd like to thank Dan Coombs from Okanagan Disc Supply, our sponsor. Go to okanagandiscsupply.com for all your disc golf needs and use the code Pass to get 10% off. And also for Justin DeVries for giving his predictions for the 2023 season as well. But let's hear your predictions. Go on to Facebook or Instagram and leave us a message with your Player of the Year for MPO, Player of the Year for FPO, World Champion MPO, World Champion FPO, and who your breakout player is, male and female. Guaranteed, you'll get a good prize at the end of the season. Thank you for listening, and tune in, in two weeks' time, where we will be chatting with Thomas Gilbert, Canadian's her number one disc golfer.